Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. Karen Cassian is away today, so I'm hosting alone. But I'm not alone in the studio because I have Jillian Peaver here with me. Good morning, Jillian. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. And Jillian is a dance artist, a choreographer and teacher. She's also a producer and I would say a community builder. I'd like to just talk a little bit about uh, what's been said. In 2021, she founded the not-for-profit organization, The Space Upstairs, which makes contemporary dance more accessible and relatable in rural Ontario. She juggles motherhood while creating, collaborating, organizing, and teaching. All of that. So we welcome you today. Thanks, Noreen. So last time you were here, you were here, and we have a podcast from that, from March 13, 2022. You told us about some personal details about growing up uh, near Gravenhurst, actually, mm-hmm. and training as a dancer, and then some of the things about your career and teaching in Toronto, and then your move to Brooks Falls, closer in here, to in 2020. You're being a mother and doing all these things and some dance projects that happened before and after kids and you're mentoring and you did a, we're getting ready to do a solo piece at the Legion in Berks Falls. And that was called the view from here. How did that go? Well, it's, it's funny that this same solo is kind of what's bringing me back here. The solo went well in Berks Falls. I had, in 2021 in December had performed it in Toronto and it was, it was really um, in my heart to bring it to my new community. And even though it's quite starkly different from, I think a lot, what a lot of people expect dance to be, it's dark and it's, uh, it's like ominous. It's um, it's not general. It's sort of, it's primitive in a way too. Primitive. Yeah, I think so. And, and like timeless in that way too. Like, yeah, when you say primitive, um, the beginning is just so slow and mesmerizing that it draws you in. And I knew, I knew right away when my husband saw it in Toronto that he loved it. I knew it would be okay in Toronto, in Berks Falls. Is he your best judge? Um, Well, I, I think he has a very good meter for what, what is good art, even though he hasn't had a ton of training, he's seen, he's seen me perform many times. So I think he, he knows when I come off the stage and, and I'm, I, I don't know, there's a sense when you're like, Oh, that's a really good one. <laughs> I, I think he just knows. And I think that shows that like, not, not everyone needs to have university training to know what they think is good art. And uh, I think what we did in Berks Falls that was really smart was that I, I had met another artist who lives in Berks Falls, Anne-Marie Hood, who had given me some advice that I jumped right on because I knew it was excellent advice, was that you, you can't just show dance work to people who haven't seen dance before and expect them to uh, embrace it, to accept them to be to be open to it. So... We started with a little bit of an intro about what is dance. And then we, I had some video in playing as people arrived of some photos and some sounds from what they were about to see. 
kind of like foreshadowing what they would see. And then afterwards we had um, a recording of an interview with the choreographer and myself. And I think those elements uh, were really important. And that's what I want to continue to do. I was there. I I saw it. It was a wonderful performance. I've seen lots of contemporary dance, so I'm open to it. I'm ready for it. But I thought you did an excellent job in that regard in teaching people something. And I really like when the performer does that. I appreciate that. And I know others are like that too. And I think it's not easy to do as a dancer. My language is movement. I'm not super comfortable with my words. And, but I have been a teacher of dance my, my whole life. And, and it's not that I have to teach an audience, but I, I want to take care of the audience and not let them feel like, ah, oh, I don't get it. Cause I know that feeling when you're in a conversation, everyone's talking about something, you have no idea what they're talking about and it doesn't feel nice to be on the outside. And so when I, so this week I just, I, I was performing at Restoration Festival. It's a festival run by the Meg River Nature Hub. I don't know them. That's Colin Love and Caroline Marie Brooks. You might know Caroline Marie Brooks. She's from the Good Lovelies. Oh, right. And she and her husband or partner, they have, um, they've started this not-for-profit in Perks Falls called the Meg River Nature Hub. And what they're doing is trying to bring awareness to and rest restorative practices for the environment. And, and the Meg Rivers, of course, the Magnetowan River. Yeah. And by collaborating with music and the arts to, I think that's a great way. We What we were doing on Friday was, I, I feel like what was happening was a, a connection to the arts and to nature. And, and we were talking earlier about how this area is full of beautiful art and artists are drawn to this beautiful land that we're on. So it makes a lot of sense to talk about the environment with the arts included. So I felt very great to be involved. I felt honored to be invited to and, perform. And you, you did a performance. I performed a dance that was called Roots and Afterwards and uh, Roots and Afterwards was created for a children's show that I produced uh, for the kids that I for teach. For your birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> for the Space Upstairs birthday party. Yes. <laughs> the birthday of the not-for-profit organization I ran. We, last year was our first year. And I'd had, a, like, I've got a small number of students and enough to put on a little show. And I wanted to add to it. So I invited artists from the community to make a response in their own way to this book called The Dandelion Seed. And The Dandelion Seed is a great book. Maybe many teachers know of it because it has a great story about uh, a little dandelion seed who's afraid and then it lets go and it sees the world. And in the book, there's great artwork, but there's also this, I think there's lots of feeling and there's lots of message about finding yourself in the universe, finding your place. Uh, letting go of fears. And so I was asking professional artists to make a response to those themes of some, in some way. So Anne-Marie had choreographed this solo for me that is about the life cycle of a dandelion. And it's very just um, investigative of the, the cycles of a dandelion seed. So that's what I right on point. It was right on point. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so at the Restoration Festival, I I know again here going back to the performance I did in Burke's Falls, the view from here, I 
I don't want to just jump in with the dance and then leave. And they like, what, what's going on here? It was a, it's a music show. Now there's a dance. I, I warmed them up a little bit. I got people up and stretching and moving around there. And I taught them some gentle dance moves, like bob your head, everybody. Like you do this already when you listen to music, you know, like shift your knees in your chair. Like this is dancing. You, you can get into the movement that way. So I got them physically involved. And then uh, Caroline Marie Brooks and I jammed on the song that it's called uh, Young at Heart. And this was a, a song that she had that her and the Good Lovelies asked me to, to perform in their music video. It was called Young at Heart. So it was a lot of fun. And so I had the audience perf- kind of dance with me <laughs> for that. Oh. And it, it broke the broke them into getting ready to see. I've had a little bit of experience with you in that regard as part of the Halloween bash last year that happened. Uh, the downtown BIA put on an event in Rivermill Park is at Halloween. I had a fabulous time. You're a terrific teacher. You're very patient. You're very encouraging. And you actually motivate you to want to move. It, I'm, I'm very pleased to have been a part of that. And I can see how many more people would enjoy this should they know how much fun it is. <laughs> oh, yes, Noreen, thank you. I had, you know, I was think, I've been thinking about that flash mob a, a lot lately because I'm working on another community event for, Chris, for Christmas time in Berks Falls. And uh, although the crowd loved us and we had a great time performing, I think, um, all together, the artists, the, there was some professional dancers and community members. But my favorite part was practicing at Trinity, uh, the Trinity Church Gymnasium, because it just felt like we are doing this together. Like I felt instant connection with everybody in the room. We so were doing did I. that. Yeah. I say, so did I. Oh, cool. It, and that's what dance does. That's why I when want. When you did that exercise where you had to walk without running into anybody and just go in circles and going and through a maze like thing. That was really uh, informative is that you could do that. You were sensitive to everyone around you. That is why I think dance is so important right now, because as we work more and more on screens and with Zoom and um, on our phones and things like that, we are, our, our focus is tuning narrower. It's, it's getting more narrow to fit. We're facing the screen. We're just looking in. And when we do these exercises that I've learned through my, my teachers in the past, you are opening your, your awareness to the whole room, to the people in the room, and you have to navigate and be mindful of that. And, and when you see other people engaging in the practice of looking around and being with each other, it's really feels so good in my heart to be in a room where people are just open and looking and doing something together. This is a good moment. We're going to come back and be together again just after we take a pause with Jillian Peaver. Right back. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. We're back on Arts R Us, and it's Noreen Mitchell, co-hosting alone tonight, today without Karen. <laughs> but anyway, we have Jillian Peaver, and she was talking about how important it is to be together and doing dance and movement. And it's so important that you thought you would start your own practice called The Space Upstairs. 
What is the space upstairs? The space upstairs stands for sharing the performing arts and culture with everyone. And when I first moved up here, I, I just really came back to my roots where I knew dance was important to me at a young age. But at a certain point, I really only saw it in one place in my dance studio. This is where dance existed. And sure, in other dance studios, we traveled around to other competitions and things like that where we saw dance, but it wasn't in my school. So it wasn't, it wasn't connected to the rest of the world. Dance had a place in a studio. And um, so when, when I moved up here, I thought about what I could do and, and I'm just, I'm just making work for myself. I need to work and I want to do dance work. And And you're passionate about teaching and performing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to keep performing because I, it gives me that spark when I'm performing. I'm, I'm learning every time I learn something new all the time when I'm performing. And then I can share that with my art, with my students. But it's uh, it was it, it's interesting to me to kind of infiltrate areas that don't usually have dance. So when we were doing that Halloween flash mob, that was a perfect example of no one knew it was coming. It's a, and I was so glad the town reached out to me to, to do this because I just love just showing people, look, we're dancing and you can dance and you can appreciate dance, but you, you need to see it more often. So. Yeah. Infiltrating. I want to infiltrate the schools <laughs> with dance. <laughs> I want to get into schools. I want to get into, I, this is, these are dreams of mine that I, I'd like to aim towards um, like senior centers. And, and I know it is being done in the community a little bit. So I just want to make more opportunity for that. You talked a bit to me about, you wanted to be a bridge to, for young people uh, to teach them uh, first what it is and then have them enjoy it with you. And then maybe make a career eventually, some of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people who are young and are really interested in dance get to the end of high school and then they go off to university. They don't have a chance to experience more of dance, especially up here. You maybe, like I was saying, I, I always felt like dance was a separate thing. And I, I did just end up going to a dance school after I went to the National Ballet School to teach a training program right after high school. Um, but I almost feel like that was just luck. I, I don't know. I think because my mother was a dance teacher, she she knew of these other places. So I had an, a little bit of an inside step. Like I had a I had a key and I don't know if others would feel confident enough if they hadn't had a family member who was knowledgeable. So I'd like to get into high schools and show, I, I'd like to get in and show contemporary dance, especially because when you say contemporary dance, people, what, I mean, what do you automatically think of Noreen when you say, when someone says contemporary dance, I know you're a more experienced audience member, but. Um, well, I actually started with a love of ballet, but I also moved like you have transitioned to, uh, it's freeing. That's what I would say. It's it's and it's a lot of different bodies rather than the perfect body, and it's a lot of different music, and it's not predictable. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I I do love ballet as a training method in a lot of ways too, but I like how you talked about contemporary as being freeing because it does. I mean, there's contemporary uh, Spanish dance and there's contemporary. There's, there's all kinds of different types of contemporary or fusion where you can do hip hop because it's contemporary fused together. And, and so, yeah, there's, it just opens it up so much. 
And that's why I'd like to get that into schools a bit more because you could work with the students. Like what, what kind of dance do you like? Well, let's do something like that. And we can just uh, create our own. You have a roster of classes for the fall. Do you want to talk a bit about what you offer? Sure. Yeah. Up in Brooks Falls, we, we just have once a week right now. And, um, and I, I guess I do another. That's your whole day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd like to do my whole day, but I got to get the classes filled up to make that happen. I've, I'd like to have these gentle, uh, gentle movement classes first. Uh, that would be, I guess, like around two o'clock in the afternoon, something, something for everybody. So you could, you could come to class and be sitting in a chair or standing and we could do gentle dance conditioning type exercises and gr- put some great music on and just get moving. I always, in a class that I do, I always want to at least have a few moments of sparking joy by just dancing around playfully. So that even we just finished a session. Now we have, I call it casual ballet class because it's at all ages in the room, or I mean, not all ages, it's an adult class, all abilities in the room. So beginner right up to more experienced people. And, and we do this sort of uh, that walking thing that we did, but we just do ballet walks. And what does that mean? We just walk around and do ballet arms, whatever that means to them. And so we're all just being like playful children. It's great. So we have a couple of adult classes on offer. We have uh, classes for younger kids and for like, I, I would like to get some teens out this time around. So that's, that's my push up until uh, when do we start? November 9th. So I have a bit of time to try to. On Thursdays. Yeah. Thursdays. Yeah. And there's something called um, conscious dance as well. Is, are you conscious doing dance, yeah. conscious dance. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up. My one of my board members is uh, in, is is very experienced and knowledgeable about what what could be known as um, conscious dance or ecstatic dance. This is new to me. I wouldn't have jumped into that style of dance if I hadn't moved here for sure. And I'm so glad I did because um, I think it opens up a whole new group of people because. Ecstatic dance is not about learning steps. It's, and, and I'm only, I'm new at this, right? So I don't know a ton about it. I'm just learning, but there's, there are these rhythms that we focus on loosely. Um, there's, we start with lyric. Oh, we start with, um, oh darn. I wish I had Louise here now. Uh, I think there's, so we've got, there's lyrical and there's staccato, there's chaotic, um, and there's flow. And then there's stillness. I think it's, yeah, there's five rhythms. I might've got one of them out of order there, but uh, what we, what I like about it is that I, I know those so, sort of rhythms. We talk about them beforehand and what that means. And it goes, it goes deep. It goes into like how you are in your life every day too. like thinking about uh, childish movements or, or mature movements or, it requires no prior dance experience, I'm reading this, which brings out your perfect and natural energy that lives deep within. It's a journey of inspiration to get out of your head, into your body, and feel energy move through you. Yes. <laughs> that's what you that's, have. <laughs> that's, uh, yep, thank you. That, that's, that's my board member, Louise. She's got the great words for it oh. there. That's fantastic. The finding your own voice is something I think is so key for dance. And I don't, I think that is what holds people back in regards to 
seeing or doing dance is that, well, I don't know how to do that. But we all naturally know how to sing. We all naturally can move our bodies. But over time, we keep putting up these blocks like, oh, well, I don't have that dancer body. I'm not going to try or or I don't know how to I don't know how to do that step. So I'm not I'm not going to do that. So I, I like this ecstatic dance because you you just start moving and you we don't stop moving for 90 minutes. And then by the end of it, you've you've explored a lot just by just by staying connected to the music and playing with your different body parts and something natural starts to come out after you keep going. I think that people might have experienced a little of this hesitation and then overcoming it with your Nuit Blanche North events. You've been in Nuit Blanche the last two years, 2022 and 2023, with two different things. And I'm thinking of the first one, which I think was called Love. Yeah. Where you had little children just naturally coming out and doing unexpected things, but interacting with you separately, sort of, but just being there because they didn't have that inhibition. Right. Mm-hmm. I love I love it with kids being involved in in art and dance because yeah they there's a lot of kids don't have that that inhibition yet, um, uh, but and also also they are great audience members a lot of the time because they be, they will believe you if 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 you're doing a good if you're doing a good performance they they tune into you you know they'll know if you're pretending they know they know if you're really doing the thing like yeah, it's hard to describe in words that they'll tune into you and then if they're bored you know it <laughs> so you gotta you gotta work hard to be to really be present and not to just just do something they've already expected or something yeah I love that I love I loved working with kids the condition of your body is so important to your craft how, how do you keep fit phys- physically I mean do you did you start a running class running club? oh yeah i did i try well it didn't i i it's a little chaotic being a dancer and a, a mom because the time is time is always coming and going and and i have to be there for my kids sometimes so it, it's a work in progress i before i had kids i was pretty dedicated to going to regular dance classes in toronto um at least three times a week i'd go to dance class and always stretching and always um but now after children i realized like there's there is a level of care that you just have to do um, daily in regards to listening to your body. You're going to be lifting your kids. You're going to be lifting groceries. You're going to be walking up and down stairs. And that's all good exercise. You just have to do it mindfully and not lift too many things all at once and hurt your back. And now you can't do what you want to do. So I do that sort of daily work where you're trying to pay attention. If I'm wearing the improper shoes, like you got to Pay, you got to take care. So that's, that's the first step. And then if I have a show coming, then I'm busting my butt and then I'm working out. If I know there's a, for example, this week, I, I know I need to be getting ready for my performance in Ottawa. So I've been, I have been taking an approach about like two months of taking really good care to doing some jogging. Doing when some when does the event happen in Ottawa? Ottawa is twenty the twenty sixth to the twenty eighth. Um, it's at the Ottawa Dance Directive. I'm so excited to be going to Ottawa. Um, Lana and Yvonne are also mothers, and they are they've been organ they've been the directors of Ottawa Dance Directive for 
a long time. I've got so much to learn from them. I, I can't wait to get to know them better and, um, and be there and be with their company a little bit. So I'm, I'm pumped. So I've been, I've been excited. So it's, it's not hard to motivate yourself to run if you know people are going to be watching your show. <laughs> like, well, I'm yeah. so glad you're doing all of these things. And I know you're so interested in making contemporary dance more accessible in this area. And I wish you every success in that regard. Thank and you I, so much. And actually, I, I hope that you have a wonderful time in Ottawa. Thank you, Noreen. Thank, thank you so much me. for coming in, Jillian. Awesome. Thanks Come so anytime. <laughs> okay. um, I, first of all, though, I want to ask where people can find out more about you. Yes, yes. Um, you can find out more about me at JillianPeaver.com. It's Jillian with a J, JillianPeaver.com. And in in that website, you'll see a little bit about my own work as, an, as a dance artist. And also you'll see the page about the space upstairs where we have all the info there. Um, yeah, if, if you're interested in helping us find more ways to to support arts education in rural Ontario, reach out. I can always use volunteers and we're looking for volunteers for a Christmas community event um, and also for donors who are interested in supporting. I'm doing a lot of this on on my own time between juggling swimming lessons and that sort of thing. And uh, I could, I could use some support <laughs> in many ways. So reach out. That's great. I hope you get it. <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm going to do the listings on my own today. Uh, Karen's not here, but I'm going to do my best with the uh, um, performing arts. Ben Kaplan, uh, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts is presenting him at Sand Hill Nursery. I went to see the Great Lakes Swimmers. It's a great venue at Sand Hill Nursery. And right now it's a fall festivals on. And if you have children, it's a place you should take your kids. Um, Hoxley Workman will be at the Algonquin Theater. He's a local favorite and I'm going October 26th. Dean Brody is uh, going to be at Deerhurst Resort. That's an in intimate acoustic performance uh, with him. And um, Susan Aglukark will be here for a Christmas show in Algonquin Theater on December the 1st. And again, a Christmas, a Christmas Carol, December 23rd in the Algonquin Theater. So that's it for up. Uh, you know, to the end of the year. Anyway, in terms of the visual arts uh, and currently in Partners Hall, we have the works of Stephanie Aykroyd that's presented by the Huntsville Art Society. Her show is called Horizons. It's really beautiful. Stephanie Peaceful. is also a dancer. Oh, that's right. She did train <laughs> she, it. Yes. I, yes yeah, she's she, one of, she's one who comes out to the adult classes sometimes oh, and I can't terrific. wait to go see her new stuff. I'm yeah. Excited. You should look at it when you're in town here now. Um, and sorry, in the Huntsville Art Society uh, as well uh, is, and Huntsville Public Library, and that's uh, Betty Lou Durer and George Pudsey. They're on uh, until the end of the month. Uh, in hospice right now, we have Carol Rudderham, and she'll be there until uh, the end of October. And I wanted to mention that there was a um, about the paddle art auction and the canoe mural auction. That was extended, the submission of the paddles, but by the time this airs, everything should be a go with the online auction, and that should be running October 23rd to November 13th. And don't forget the proceeds from those sales go to support our cultural art partners. And Huntsville Art Society, the Festival of the Arts, our Canadian Canoe Museum, um, and Oxtang Lake, uh, and, and also others. Uh, one other, I don't know, Inspire. I think it's Indigenous. I think. Anyway, Muskoka Arts and Crafts is having their annual general meeting on Thursday, October 26th. So if you remember, you should reserve your spot now. It's always fun. There's a show coming up there that I'm particularly interested in because I've been promoting uh, people enter it. It's called Women Create. 
And that is the YWCA Muskoka, and that is on from October 20th to November 4th. And they have a, a creative art workshop as well, the Y is putting on on sat- Saturday, October 28th. Um, if you're looking for visual art in Algonquin Park, the, I'm sorry to say the Art Center is now closed for the season, but you can see art at their sister gallery on Main Street in Huntsville at the Coles Art Market. And at the Visitor Center, there is the annual showing. This is on every year at this time of year, Mystery in the Park. I love the title. And it's the artists from the East Central Ontario Art Association. And anything sold there, uh, some funds go to support the Friends of Algonquin Park. That's on until October 29th, and it will be followed with a new exhibition by the painter John Hollingsworth starting November 4th, and that's called Reflections. And in terms of Northern Ontario, I'd like to put a shout out for New Adventures in Sound Art in South River, as I like it myself very much, and its Thou Sound Play Festival is on right now until December the 9th. So go and check that out, and uh, you'll have a good time. Thanks so much for listening. That's all there is today for Arts or Us. There's only one Hunter's Bay Radio. We are Muskoka.